Come on. Welcome, Leftly. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Fred Joyle. Fred, are you ready to do this? You bet. Let's go. All right, let's go. Fred is an entrepreneur. He's a speaker, a business coach, and an author. He's the founder of 1-800-DENTIST, and his newest book is Super Bold, From Underconfident to Charismatic in 90 Days. Fred, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. I am, uh, you know, at, at core, a writer, but it's turned into everything else. Started in the advertising world, then it ended up creating a uh, a business based on advertising, which was 1-800-DENTIST, learned how to be an entrepreneur and a business leader uh, over 25 years, finally sold the business, learned how to sell a business, learned how to you know, bring in private equity at first, and then a few years later, sell the business, uh, and then became very passionate about teaching people about the superpower of boldness. Uh, having been a very shy and underconfident person in my young life uh, and taking way too long to work my way through it, I thought it would be uh, the most uh, impactful thing I could do with my life is to help other people learn this earlier and learn it faster. So that's where a lot of my energy goes now. Nice. So you've always been a writer. So was the book easy or was it still a little bit tricky? Uh, it, it's my third book. I wrote two books for the dental industry on marketing. So by this one, I really had it down uh, in terms of content and flow and, and, and readability. That's, I mean, that's one of the great things I got out of advertising was to not just write books with great content or valuable content, it was to make them really readable. And, I, and one of the tricks actually is before you publish, read the audio book out loud. Uh, and, you know, and re- so you're obviously you read it out loud, but if, I mean, you're, you're recording it and you say, okay, this isn't flowing exactly like I thought. I actually, on my first book, I caught a paragraph that actually somehow had gotten to mean exactly the opposite of what I was trying to say. And I, I was able to not print the book yet, uh, at, at, until I could fix it. So it was great. So, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's the writing that really sparked everything. And, and, uh, but, but again, you get to a point with the book where you can't fix it anymore. And I gave it to an editor at scribe media, uh, and she just went through it. And the book is easily 30% better because of her. She would say, this doesn't belong here. You said this five times. You don't need it. That you're like this, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Moved, moved all sorts around, took 20% of the content out. And it was, I, I just said, wow, I, I could have never done that. I could have reread it, redrafted five more times. So at a certain point, you hand it off to an expert who, 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 who is also passionate about it. They, she loved the book and she said, these are all, but like every page was, was her notes. And, and I was going, through them one by one. Yes. Yes. That's great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Oh yeah. I should, I got rid of that. Oh, why did I say that? You know, like right down the line. So that was, that was actually a very satisfying experience to do that part of it. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Where 
it's 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 your baby you're immersed in it you're drowning in it you're 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 sick of it you can't get enough of it so you need to hand it to somebody else to 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 get those additional eyes that certainly makes sense yeah well and it's like trying to proofread your own stuff Mm -hmm. it just doesn't happen you'll miss the same comma 40 times and somebody goes you know put commas there what's that it's supposed to be a period it's the end of a sentence oh yeah i didn't see that Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's like that only in a much more when somebody's really immersed in the content that can really refine it. It's I mean, it's an amazing skill and I can do it with other people's stuff, too. They hand me stuff and I I can. That's what I did. A lot of my career is I wasn't the initial writer of either, let's say, a TV spot or an ad or something like that. But it would come to me and I could fix it really easy because there's a there's a famous guy in uh, advertising, David Ogilvy, back from the 60s. And he, he said, any idiot can rewrite copy, which is an exaggeration. But his point was, coming up with the initial draft is the hard part. But a lot of people and a lot of and that's not as many people, a lot of people can fix it. Uh, it's a different skill set, really was his point. But he, he was diminishing the less creative people. So, yeah, I think that that makes sense. All right. So confidence, charisma, being bold. This is, in fact, a muscle that I can train and I can strengthen. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's really an important way to look at it because people say, well, well, confidence and boldness, aren't they the same thing? And I say, no, no they're actually not at all. Um, confidence is how you feel in certain situations. You are confident or non-confident, not confident in all sorts of situations. Uh, comfortable with a group of people, but one-on-one, you get nothing, right? You, you, you're full of anxiety or the opposite. Um, boldness is what you do, what, how you go into action. And what people don't realize is, is you can build your boldness by controlling the intensity of that, building it like a muscle. You just put yourself in uh, low-risk situations, but they're still challenging, but they're not overwhelming. And you start to get bolder and bolder and bolder. And I go into a lot of detail in the book about how you do that and how you change your mindset and have certain insights. But it's very much about controlling the dosage of the experience, just like you would if you were lifting weights, you wouldn't start bench pressing 300 pounds. You would start with 50, 75, whatever was stressful, but not overwhelming. Uh, and as this happens, people realize the great secrets of boldness, which is all sorts of things, exciting, interesting, unanticipated things happen because you're bold. Doors swing open. People don't stop you. You find out that you're the one stopping you 95% of the time, not somebody else. Bold people know to never be the ones stopping themselves. And that's hugely powerful. But the idea of charisma is is you're just bringing your full self to every situation that matters to you. Because that's the whole idea of building your boldness muscle, just like exercise. You want to be strong when it matters. We're not going to have to get 300 pounds off our chest anytime soon, hopefully. But the bench pressing makes your bones, your tissue stronger, your circulatory system stronger. Building your boldness muscle 
when it's lower risk makes it possible when there is a challenge for you to step up. And here's the great mystery is people think, well, I'm not confident enough to be bold. And I say, actually, you don't need to be confident to be bold. You just need to decide to do it. It's a, there's an element almost of courage to it because what happened, you don't need that confidence to take bold action. And what will happen is that bold action will build your confidence because you'll say, wow, I did that. I, I, I kinda, it kind of went well, kind of went better than I thought, or I didn't die like I thought I was going to, which is the other thing we think, oh, it's going to be so I'm going to die of embarrassment. Well, technically you can't die of embarrassment. It's a mindset thing. So when you start to do these things, you actually create new neural pathways that eventually make boldness your default mode instead of hesitance, instead of underconfidence. Got an ambulance going by here. I don't know if you can hear it. Um, but that's, that's and, and then boldness allows you to bring your full self. You're not going to become somebody else. You're not going to turn into a show off or a narcissist or somebody else like that. You're going to be the full you. You're not going to miss opportunities. You're not going to have regrets because you acted. Even if you failed, you acted, you tried. And that's another big secret is bold people know that trying and failing feels better than not trying whereas not not trying guarantees failure technically and but it feels safer and we're all we're looking for safety but you know do you want your tombstone to say i played it as safe as possible every day and it was just wonderful uh <laughs> i absolutely do not everything you just said <laughs> makes makes perfect sense to me it's like it creates a virtuous cycle you become just more capable, which helps you to become more confident, which then allows you to show up as the best version, the most charismatic version of yourself, which will allow you to continue that momentum and recognize that it's not, not nobody is stopping me from doing the things that I want to do. It's just me holding myself back. So that makes a ton of sense. Have you gotten pushback on, on the term charismatic? I, I, I wrote down, it's not a negative thing. Do, uh, does perhaps a reserved person think, well, I don't want to be some salesy, flashy person? Well, yeah, but that's, of course, that's the self-talk. I don't want to be a show-off. I don't want to be an attention whore. It's like, no, that's those, I, I don't, and, and the narcissist. The narcissist is not actually bold. The narcissist is incredibly insecure. Mm-hmm. They can't be wrong. That's their, that's their giant defense mechanism. And bold people are totally comfortable being wrong. They're, they like use failure as a stairway up, uh, just like you would use failure as you're in, in your exercise. You're going to do curls or something like that to failure until you can't do one. I mean, it's, it's like a, that's the opposite concept of failure. It's applying it positively. And this is it's the same thing with boldness. But charisma is really just radiating that you belong wherever you are and that whether and you appear to be comfortable sometimes you may not even be but you're so used to being bold that you say wow i really don't (laughs) technically don't even belong in this group of people or whatever 
but I am going to, I'm going to be myself because I am worthy. When you can change that messaging to yourself that I am worthy because we're constantly telling ourselves where and why and how we're not worthy. And you gotta, you gotta unlisten to those or override those tapes. Bold people still hear the voices. They just don't listen. They act. And when you, when you say, I belong here. And there's no reason why you don't belong wherever you are. I, I've been in rooms with billionaires, with guys who make more money than I'll ever see. And I just treat them like regular people. And they respond in kind because I am acting like I belong there because in my mind, I do. I'm just, I'm another person. I have successes and failures. I've tried stuff. I just haven't been lucky enough to make you know, a billion dollars. And I may, and that's not even where I would want to put a lot of my energy. Appreciate that. So 90 days, that's not a long time. Well, I had to make a bold statement in the <laughs> title or kind of, I had to make a super bold. You got to sell books, George. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go, or, you know, kind of like, I can't make a, a half, <laughs> half, you know, half courageous statement, but 90 days is, is what it takes to make new behavior habitual, 60 to 90 days by doing something every day. And that's one of the elements of what I teach in the book, because I teach a very practical and systematic way to build your boldness muscle. And one of the steps, critical steps, is doing something bold every day. And as you, as you do that, it becomes your default mode. Over 90 days with the stuff that I'm teaching you and applying it, you realize, wow, I am, I am on a pathway to boldness for the rest of my life. You'll become a student of boldness because there's always more. A bold person, that's where the humility comes for a bold person is they know they can always be better. They always see that, that little more that they can squeeze out of themselves or the situation or the opportunity or the fun or the adventure. They, and they say, and, they'll, and they're really comfortable. It takes boldness to be self-reflective, to take feedback, but to, to look and say, I did, that went so well. I wonder what I could have done a little better. That takes a level of humility. And that's, and, and when you're, constantly pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, you're things are not going to go well necessarily. And, but you're going to have information. I love, I always tell people success doesn't teach you anywhere near as much as failure. Failure is full of information success. You could have just gotten lucky or been in the right place at the right time or a bunch of things fell into place. Failure, you know, you got a lot to look at and bold people just say, I want to look at it. I want to see how I can get better. So you've experienced an enormous amount of success. Are you still going back and, and evaluating yourself consistently? Oh, absolutely. I still have moments where, where it, it like I was just in a situation where I, I met this person. I, I really wanted to meet and I had this, this great short conversation with him. And then I, said, great to meet you and, and walked away. And I, and I, as I walked away, I went, why are you walking away? They weren't giving you any sort of signal that they were done with you, but, you, but it like, it went so much better than I thought that I was like, I, I was excited, right? And I wanted to take and run with the, the excitement of it. 
But I thought, no, I could have I could have spent another five minutes and gone another whole level with this person. Uh, and and so I'm still checking myself and saying, wow, I as bold as I was, I, I, I was 10 yards short of where I could have gotten. So it's it, but it's also it becomes fun because you don't have to beat yourself up. You go ah, next time, next time, because there's always a next time. With yeah, with a parallel situation, not the exact situation. That's the other thing I also tell people is the real reason to build your boldness muscle is there will be moments, windows that open and close. And if you don't act, they will never open again. The opportunity will never come again. Now, it may be asking for a promotion, asking somebody to marry you, uh, giving a eulogy for a friend or a parent. If you say, oh, I don't like public speaking, it's like this isn't a public speaking event. This is your last chance to get up in front of everybody and tell them how you feel about this person. And if you sit there and I see people do this at memorial services all the time, they just sit there. And, and people say, is there anything else, anybody else want to say anything? And people don't get up. And then later they say, you know, I really should have gotten up and said something. I say, yeah, you should have. What the hell were you thinking? You know, and I, 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 a lot of times nobody gets up. So I get up to sort of, cause then people, when somebody does it and they get up and they see me cry and choke up and stumble, they go, Oh, it's okay to cry. Well, yeah, it's a memorial service. It's not a stand up routine. You know, uh, it's not Steve Jobs presenting the latest Apple product. It's, this is, a moment and you want when those moments to come that come and present themselves you do not want to hesitate you want your boldness muscle and you want the mindset to say i am going to act i maybe don't feel confident but i'm acting anyway i am taking bold action what a perfect example that is really powerful yeah it's it is it's it's you when that happens to you it's it it gnaws at you forever. It, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you're going to carry that one. No doubt. Oh, I love it. Well, Fred, people are ready for that difference-making tip, even though you give it us a lot. What do you have for them? <laughs> so people say, well, uh, if, if uh, you know, how would I get started? What would I do? I'm, I'm too cheap to buy your book. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> what do, I, do? Uh, I say, all right, start here. Talk to a stranger every day at least one complete stranger. And it could be, you could just say hi. If that's, that's more than your, that's, you got to handle your dosage. So it could just be, I'm just going to say hi, or I'm just going to smile at a stranger until I get the nerve to start saying hi. But every day, interact with a stranger. Go, it could be the person in line with you at the grocery store could be at, at, in line at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever your coffee spa of choice is. There's going to be somebody in front of you and behind you. Just say something. I, I recommend a compliment. If you're feeling like bold enough to just offer something, compliment them and, and do it. This is the key with no agenda, no expectation of anything more than a brief connection and making somebody feel good about themselves. Do that every day. You'll get addicted to it. 
Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets Come on. Fred, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? Where can they get a copy of Super Bold from Underconfident to Charismatic in 90 Days? So fredjoyal.com, J-O-Y-A-L, uh, no dots or dashes or anything, is my website and my everything. It's my LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. So you can, you can find me there. You can find, you can download the first chapter of the book there on, on my website. And the book is available on Amazon in hardcover, Kindle and audible. And it's me reading the audible. Uh, and the Kindle is, and all of it, I lower the price as much as I can. The hardcover, you can't because it's paper, <laughs> you know, it's, and lumber's expensive these days. But uh, other than that, I, I want people to read the book. I'm not trying to get rich off the book. I want them to be bolder. I, we need bold people solving big problems. Amen. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Fred your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to fredjoyal.com, F-R-E-D-J-O-Y-A-L.com and check out all things that are Fred. Pick up a copy of Super Bold wherever you buy your books, but Amazon, it's a great spot um, and all the different versions. Thanks again, Fred. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.